Content. As an affiliate marketer, we all need to create it, but what is the right content for you? I'm gonna cover a couple of tips that might help you guys out. I'll see you guys right after this. Alrighty, welcome back guys. And for those of you that are new here, my name is Jamie G. I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online, and pretty much all things digital. If that's of interest to yourself, I'd love to have you guys join me. Feel free to hit that subscribe button or alternatively, you can find me on YouTube via jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. Look forward to seeing you guys around the internet somewhere. So I've talked about content uh, a couple of times on this podcast and I guess what I wanted to make clear is that regardless of what type of content you are creating, one of the keys to actually making it successful for you is to be consistent. Now, for me, I have uh, I work from home, so therefore I'm a solopreneur. I, I am at home by myself. And the benefit of that is that I can spend quite a bit of time creating content. So at the moment, I create podcasts. I create YouTube videos. I go live on my Facebook uh, page every single day without fail. I, uh, I write stuff on, uh, on my group. I'm prolific on Facebook, on different groups. I also uh, create Facebook ads, so I'm creating content there. I create ads on Bing. I'm using Google for my clients as well, Google AdWords. So I create a lot of content, a lot, a lot of content. And I'm also, uh, I actually really enjoy the process of writing but what I do want to do is get my YouTube channel uh, ticking along and starting to gain more subscribers before I divert my attention elsewhere. But it was purely for the fact that I do work at home, I do have space in my calendar, is the sole reason why I'm able to spread my energy, why I'm able to do a podcast and then a YouTube video and then perhaps even look at writing. But also do other things such as I'm on uh, social media, so Pinterest. I don't really touch Instagram that much, which is a little bit ironic given that I run ads on it all the time. I think I've got a, an account with roughly about a 1,000 followers. Nothing huge, but I only just put up my travel pics of myself and my wife. Some uh, stuff to do with family and the occasional meal that I'm proud of. <laughs> like any, uh, any budding Instagrammer. But point is that I create content. Now, if I was following my own advice and heeding to what I'm about to tell you guys, I should realistically stick with just one and one alone until I've mastered it. And then when I have mastered that, if there's a way for me to systemize that, that's when I can go into other mediums. And what do I mean by that? Now, one of the gentlemen I follow online, his name's Miles Beckler. Super cool dude. I do highly recommend you check him out, milesbeckler.com got an awesome channel, he's got an awesome blog, has about 700 articles or so on his blog, but he's not much of a writer, he's good at presenting on uh, YouTube, but not much of a writer, so what he does is he has the audio transcribed by a team, and that's his, uh, that's his blog posts, he has the audio file removed, and that's his podcast, so he syndicates his content, that's three pieces of val very valuable content, which then 
of course, with the likes of the thumbnails and all that sort of stuff, then gets syndicated out to his social media properties, meaning that his one piece of content that he creates can be multiplied many, many times, which is awesome. Now, you don't have to necessarily go down that path. You don't have to systemize it. It's my intention eventually once I start getting a bit more traction. But like I say, the important thing for me at the moment is just getting it out there. So like I say, if I was heeding to my own advice and if I was offering any advice for anyone, it would be to find your voice, find what works for you. If you enjoy writing, create a blog. If you don't enjoy writing, don't create a blog. If you are comfortable in front of the camera, do YouTube. Little uh, side note on that, by the way. If you're looking at YouTube and thinking, well, all these people just so great at getting out there and great at presenting. Well, they didn't start great. No one does. It's really, really uncomfortable. It's confronting. You don't like yourself on camera. You think your voice sounds funny. You think, no one's going to look at my goofy face. But the more you do it, the more comfortable you come, the more natural the process becomes, the more confident you become on camera. To the point now where, and I haven't done for a long time, I don't ever plan out my videos, I basically just start talking. And I wanted it to be like that because I wanted that pressure of having to speak and having to have something fluid come out. I don't get it right all the time. Sometimes I'll take 30 to 40 takes on a video. It's ridiculous because I'm... I get frustrated at myself, so I have to delete it and go again. <laughs> I probably could have gone with take number 24, but I get frustrated with uh, little language issues or lighting or what have you, and I'll uh, redo the entire thing. So YouTube, that's one video. If you're comfortable doing that, do a video. However, if you're comfortable speaking, I really highly recommend podcasting. By comparison, the number of people that are podcasting, the stats are something like 770,000 people compared to millions and millions and millions of YouTubers, millions and millions and millions of blogs across all sorts of niches. Uh, Now, I can't remember off the top of my head where that 770,000 came from. If it was USA only, it might might well be. I apologize, I don't have my stat sheet in front of me. But the point being is that the number of people that are podcasting at the moment is incredibly small by comparison to some of the other mediums. So if you're comfortable talking and you feel like you can talk, then perhaps that's your medium. If you love social media, you love being on Instagram and taking photos of yourself and your food, as I do, (laughs) then maybe that's your medium. What I'm suggesting is you perfect one. You absolutely perfect it. You grow whatever medium you're going after, whatever channel. So if it's YouTube, absolutely, you you work your butt off and grow that. But on that subject, the other thing I'd like to comment on, doesn't matter which medium you choose, it's going to take a long time and a lot of hard work. I think some people do get lucky. They might go viral with their content. But more often than not, it's about being consistent and about doing the process no matter what your results are. For me, to give you an example, at the time of recording, I have roughly about 313 subscribers on my YouTube channel. 
I've uh, only just started podcasting in the last week and a half. I have nine plays of my podcasts. I am pretty confident those nine plays are actually just myself. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm absolutely okay with it. I, it doesn't bother me at all. I like getting my thoughts out there. I like being able to provide this value. Whether I'm sure there's going to be someone at some stage will pick up this podcast, listen to it, and think as a newbie marketer, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. But unfortunately, by that stage, chances are I'll probably have many, many thousands of YouTube subscribers. I'll have many, many <laughs> thousands of followers on Instagram or whatever other medium I'm chasing at the time. And so therefore, I'll look like I'm already successful and people will forget that at the beginning, it's hard work. There's a lot you need to do. Another thing I did, and just to get to that 313 subscribers on my YouTube channel, is I went and recorded a video every single day. My goal was 90 days. I, I got to 97 before, unfortunately, I... Well, not unfortunately, I, I went overseas. Couldn't actually record when I was traveling, unfortunately. It was a, a delay, and then obviously I was jet-lagged. I reached my goal anyway. I decided just to uh, give myself a little break. I did record videos while I was away, what better place to do it than likes of the uh, Tuscan countryside in Italy? So I got some great footage. But again, even just to get to 313 little old subscribers, it took me 97 videos straight. I already had over 30 videos on my channel. I think the last one I'd recorded was late October, if I recall correctly. And then I decided, as of the 1st of January, that I'm going to do this 90-day challenge because I really wanted to get out there and get my channel up and running. Hasn't been easy. There were some days that I was like, had absolutely nothing to talk about, nothing to say, nothing to offer. And I'd have to scrounge around the internet to try and get an idea. Was there a review that I'd missed that I could do? Was there a video that I saw someone else doing that I knew I could do as well. Sometimes it was hard. Sometimes I just wouldn't have the energy. I'd had a bad day. For some reason, something had happened. Client had fired me. Client's campaigns weren't working. Whatever the case may be, they weren't paying their invoices. I had external stresses. But I still did it. Because I knew that the path to success... It's going to be paved by hard work. It's not going to be about getting lucky. There's that saying, I believe, which is luck is where hard work and perseverance meet or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I really should prepare these speeches a little bit more rather than just spinning off the top of my head. I might be a little bit more eloquent in my speech, in my delivery. But I'm enjoying the process, that's the thing. I'm enjoying doing this. Like I say, even if only one person ever listens to this, and it's me, perhaps it's just a nice reminder for myself. I'm okay with that. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy getting my thoughts out there. So I guess one of the key takeaways about all this is, as an affiliate marketer in particular, I think a lot of people view this entire industry and they see it as like a hobby or spammy because they they get spammed they get approached by people that say hey this is free to join you'll make 
$75 an hour for doing nothing. All you need to do is post ads on your channel and do this, this, and this. On your Facebook page or whatever, you need to post ads and you get $25 per post. Spammy stuff. Absolutely spammy. So therefore, of course, the industry has a, a bad rep. People think it's a spammy, scammy industry. They don't think people can legitimately make money. But the real ones are out there. The real ones are the likes of the Miles Becklers. The ones like Miles, who already had a very successful business. He didn't need to do this whole YouTube thing. He didn't need to set up his blog. Him and his uh, wife, Melanie, they had a very successful business together. But I'm not entirely sure what the urge was. Maybe just wanted to cut through all the guru crap out there. Actually deliver value. And he's been able to grow his presence ever since as a result. So it's people like that that are obviously incredibly inspirational. There's other people that are less than known, but still creating waves in their own right. One of my friends uh, connected with in recent times, Victor Paredes. He's got a, an amazing channel. And uh, it took him about 10 months for him to hit 1,000 subscribers. 10 months of plugging away video after video, learning, adjusting, SEO, writing better copy, creating better videos, more editing, better sound, better graphics, better thumbnails, improving, split testing, finally hit the thousand mark. Now I recall him hitting the thousand mark because when I saw his channel after he'd hit that thousand mark, I remember seeing him at 1100 and I thought, oh, that's good. He's getting some growth. Good on him. So it was around that time that I actually requested to interview him because he seemed like a good guy. I'd seen him absolutely everywhere, all, all over the place online. And I thought, I want to connect with this gentleman. He seems like he's cool. So anyway, I interviewed him. And he's a super cool dude. But his journey is not that dissimilar to so many other people. So fast forward, as soon as he hit that uh, 1,000 mark, and then I say, said before that he was roughly about at the 1,100 subscriber mark, when uh, him and I had our interview on, on my YouTube channel. And I went overseas for three weeks, and when I came back, he was sitting at over 2,000 subs. He's adding about 30 to 40 subscribers per day, and that figure is growing. He's continuing to make content. He's still working hard. He's improving. His thumbnails are improving. He's split testing. He's writing different copy in his ads, in his ad copy, sorry, descriptions, I should say. And I see him improving. He's treating it like a business. He understands that it's a lot of hard work along the way. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you don't have anything to say. So once again, like I say, the, the important takeaway from all this is find one thing that you're comfortable with and that you could feel with a bit of perseverance that you could do for a long time, whether it's speaking, podcasts, whether it's writing, a blog and articles, or the likes of YouTube, recording videos, recording content, and just do it, just start. Go off your current experience. If you're new to affiliate marketing, you don't really know that much, that's fine. Just go with what you know. Record about your journey. Be upfront. Be authentic. People will resonate with that because 
one of the things that I've discovered is that when you look at these seven-figure affiliates and these seven-figure and eight-figure and perhaps even nine-figure business owners, and you see these huge dollar signs and you think, wow, that's crazy. What happens in the human mind is they can't resonate with that. It's too far away from their current reality. They just have no concept. They can't, can't really see seven figures. They want seven figures, but they cannot see it. They cannot feel it. Whereas Susan down the road or Mike next door, these are people that you can resonate with. They're just starting out. They're going through this journey. They're excited about it. They've earned a little bit of money because they're working hard. These are the people that are more attractive because the, it's less of a gap from where you are to where they are. If they're making 5K a month from affiliate marketing, that's a lot easier for your brain to digest. For most people, sorry, I'm, I know I'm generalizing here, but that's a lot easier for most people to digest than someone who's earning 100K a month. That's hard to, for you to fathom. So far away from where you are, you've not, you perhaps even made, haven't even made your first sale yet. And you look at these people that are earning 30, 40, 50, 100K per month, 200K per month, a million bucks per month, thinking that's a big gap. <laughs> How do I get there? <laughs> so the point being is that even if you don't think you've got something to offer, you still know more than the person who's just started a week ago, more than the person who's never heard of affiliate marketing. So if you speak about your journey... And you talk about the, the things that suck. I do. I talk about the things that suck all the time. I, I talk about all my failures, all my bankruptcy, things that I've failed, all the um, silly things I've tried all over the internet. I talk about that. And I'm open about it. I'm okay with being judged. A lot of people give me a lot of static about it. I have some of what used to be my closest friends try and publicly humiliate me about such things. But I don't let it get to me because I just know that what I'm doing is right for me. I know that this is the right path for me to take. I know that somewhere, in some way, I am able to provide value to someone. And that in itself is the important part for me. So anyway, in conclusion, find your voice, whatever that may mean for you. Stick with it. Understand that this is a marathon. Don't get discouraged. Keep at it. Keep learning. Be authentic. It's way more attractive than being one of these Instagram fake models, you know? Uh, I mean, absolutely no disrespect to any fake Instagram model either. Probably a wonderful human being. I was just trying to use that as an illustration. You don't need to be pretentious. You can just be yourself. It's okay. People will either like you or dislike you. It's not going to change. Even when you try and be something you're not, there's still going to be people that give you static, that don't like you, don't like the way you look, you don't, don't like the way you dress, think you're too skinny, think you're too overweight, think you're ugly, think you're handsome, whatever the case may be. It's always people going to be there regardless. So might as well just do it. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, hopefully you guys have got some value out of this. I appreciate you listening, even if it's just myself listening to myself in future to remind myself <laughs> to stick to my roots. But I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.